0: You're listening to OwlCast, who's number one's podcast.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to OwlCast, who's number one and only podcast. And on this episode, we look at just a few things that makes who's great. And finally, we'll get to know everyone's favorite athletic director in three questions with Ryguy.
2: You know how you have ripped jeans that people, kids buy now? They buy jeans with rips in them. Well, I got a truck that's got rust on it. So it's like unique, right? It's yeah, cool. It's so nobody else, nobody else has that on the on the road, just me.
1: And that is something you should stick around for. So I'm here with Mr. Foster, headmaster at HoSack. And today we're going to have him talk to us about just the traditions at HoSack and what makes it so great. Since you've been at HoSack for quite for quite a while now, I'm sure you know the ins and outs of the school and you know the the past and
3: I do. I do indeed, Melvin. You're right on the money. I've been here for, uh, you were polite there by not saying how long I've been here because then it'd give away my age. (laughs) Never do that. Never do that with someone who's really old because then they start to get upset. Uh, Yes, the traditions that we have here at Husack go back to 1889 and in some cases even beyond. Uh, And one in particular is the Yule Log, which is on its way. We're excited because the Yule Log started actually with the Tibbetts family before They founded Husack School. For those of you who don't know what the Boar's Head Yule Log is, it's our annual Christmas theater production, and it goes back to the Huguenots. So we're talking the 1860s. Um, It was a family affair for many years, uh, even decades. And then in the 1890s, Husack began its own production of the Boar's Head Yule Log, and it's really special. Malvin, you've been here now for a year and a half. What are some traditions that you were surprised by or excited by or, or would love to see more of?
1: I feel like the tradition that I was mostly kind of caught by was the olog. It was very, it was something I've never really experienced before. Coming from South Africa, we never really had traditions in the school because our school, guess, haven't just been up and running as long as Husak has. And um, I feel like you know it was just a really great thing to be a part of, having to play a big role in the production, and I I really did enjoy that.
3: Yeah, I think you've nailed it with that. The uh, the Yule Logs' ability to bring the community together is, is uh, without uh, without a doubt, the, one of the single most unifying moment in the, in the school year.
1: Oh, it really is unifying.
3: Um, it, how do you feel about, uh, you know, with the Yule Log this year abbreviated because of COVID? Uh, do you think the new kids are missing out?
1: Yeah, I feel like the new kids are definitely missing out. I may have every now and then been like, oh, I'm tired of who, Yule Log, Yule Log, but... You know, once once it did kind of finish up, I really did start missing it, and I missed playing the role of the doctor, and it was just, just
3: the cure of all our company,
1: the cure of everyone's company.
3: Yes. <laughs> well, uh, as we go forward uh, during the pandemic, uh, we still keep the traditions alive. Um, we had Founder's Day uh, just a few months, a few weeks ago, really, and uh, that went off without a hitch. Outside, uh, socially distanced as necessary by the pandemic uh, rules. Um, but yet all the students were very compliant, and that's the nice thing about traditions. And I think, again, with Husak having so many, students become um, comfortable with doing things that they've never done before because they know that somebody else has done it before them. They're not the first person to do it. Uh, and that, that comfort leads them to try th- new things. Uh, some other traditions that I really love here at HUSAC, uh, and I think you'll remember, there's uh, in the spring when it's starting to get nice out, Asado day. Easily the, the best day of the year for the students. Uh, I've, I've had a look at it
1: uh, a little bit online. I do not think I was part of Asado Day last year because it got cut short due to
3: COVID. Yep, you did. You, you missed out on that. Uh, COVID, uh, I forgot that. Thanks for reminding me that we, we didn't have. We had, uh, I think, 15 kids here for Asado Day last year. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Asado Day celebration is uh, ostensibly rooted in the church, uh, Ascension Day. Uh, but the reality is it's, it's um, been moved around uh, to accommodate AP exam schedules, end-of-year schedules. Uh, and So it doesn't typically fall on Ascension Day anymore. But when it was started, um, it was to signal the end of Easter. Um, now, for us, it signals the beginning of the end for the Sixth Formers. And uh, what a good time. We go to the battlefield uh, or we go to Grafton Lake State Park, and we have a field day where we play all kinds of silly games uh egg toss uh egg spoon relay orange pass all things that can't happen anymore because of the covid uh but uh in the future once we get past this i'm sure we will um and uh, hopefully uh if nothing else you can you can have a co- you can have a uh, um, asado day this year that's what we're hoping for
1: so you're potentially saying that we may have a, a yule log this year and potentially Nasado a Saturday as well?
3: We're we're having an abbreviated ULOG this year, which we've selected probably about 15 students to sing some songs. Uh, they're going to be isolated. They'll have to do it in a, in a one-off scenario, so there's no chorus or, or opportunity for people to get together and sing because that has been reported as one of the, the, the big spreaders for the, the, uh, the virus. Um, and we'll link it all together with last year's video of uh, the ULOG that um, alum Raul Ro- uh, Raul Magularity did, and it came out great. Uh, but the the Asado Day should happen. That should happen.
1: And even though we're holding the Asado Day and Yule Log, we'd like everyone to know that our owls at HUSAG do practice social distancing and do wear masks in order to prevent the spread of the COVID.
3: Yes, thank you for getting that disclaimer in there. Uh, <laughs> often when I post videos to Facebook, it's it's amazing how quickly – There's someone uh, ready to comment, you're not wearing a mask. And, you know, if I'm by myself, I'm I'm not concerned about that. Yeah. Or from six feet away from someone outside, you know, it it is what it is. But we do follow all the precautions for sure. We follow all the precautions. (laughs) 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 As as far as traditions go, I don't want to leave any out here. Um, I think uh, the traditions that we're missing this year also are the dining hall, where we say grace before every meal. Um, We can't do that because of the COVID. Uh, the opportunity of Friday night banquet, um, unfortunately, that's been curtailed as well. We will bring those back, though. They are they are paused. They're not forgotten. Um, and I, I can't I'm trying to think. There's a, so many traditions. The fire pit, everything is marked with with flame at Husak. Either a candle toast or a big fire or uh, the lambs roasting uh, in an open flame. Uh, the Yule log, of course, is very obvious. That's a, the, the most uh, Complete reference to flame in uh, in our school traditions. And then, of course, the Yulog candle, which has been lit from one candle to the other for the last 129 years. That's pretty impressive. That kind of continuity isn't available in most schools, and it it pervades the institution. I think it gives us a sense of personality that um, you won't find at other schools. And, you know, I, I, I'd love to ask you, as, as a student coming to the school, are those traditions fairly evident right away, or, or do you have to kind of discover them?
1: Um, I feel like you kind of have to just learn about it and then adapt to it at first. Um, personally for me, when, when I first got thrown into all of it, I, did, I didn't know what it was. But then over time, I was told by last year's prefects what it truly was and what it meant, and then that kind of added a like a crazy amount of value to it.
3: So it was the students that shared the the most knowledge with you, indeed. Yeah, and that's that's the key there is student to student continuation of information. The the way that the the kids do that is just remarkable, and and uh, I would love to take credit for it, but I think it's just uh, a fact that sacks ethos, its its uh, soul, if you will, engenders that community. And yeah. as long as we can keep that going, COVID's got nothing on us.
1: COVID has nothing on us at all. All, all right. right. Thank you so much, Mr. Foster, for coming in today and speaking to us about the traditions and history of Husak. You know, it, it, it truly does make Husak great. All right. Thank you very much. I
3: enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we'll be on another podcast soon.
1: Yes, sir. And now, for the moment we've all been waiting for, three questions with Rye Guy.
0: So what's up, Alcast? I'm here with Mr. Ryan. We're doing a new segment called Three Questions with Rye Guy. And the first question for Mister Ryan is your thought on one sport athletes at Husak?
2: Oh, uh, this, I guess, my that's that's a yeah right off the bat, a tough hardball question right there. See, Donald Trump would answer this pretty good right right away. 40. You know, I am going to answer this by saying I know back when you played, when you went to school when you were in eighth grade ninth grade, what you do everything right here at Hoosack? Yeah, that was. I was
0: sport athlete I was playing soccer hockey and lacrosse and right. baseball
2: and baseball um, so that's kind of changed uh, I think some uh, I think some student athletes would like to play more than just one sport some would just prefer to like play um, their sport maybe play hockey all season long but um, I think others and I think as a My personal, you asked me what my personal opinion on that, I think it's, I think it's beneficial to that person that is playing, let's say their main sport is hockey. They like to play hockey. That's what they'd like to play. I'm going to say 90% of the time. Um, I think it's good to have a little switch it up, switch it up, um, Soccer is a good cross trainer for hockey we found that out we've done We did it for years where the hoc, most of the hockey team would play soccer in the fall and then we'd hit we 'd also hit the ice on right when we got to school in September and um, late august but most uh, most of our attention was to soccer and up until November and then we got on the ice and played hockey so I think that worked well for most of my other hockey players um, not all, but most, and I, I think we can do that with other sports too.
0: To reiterate, you are for or against one sport athletes at a at traditional prep school like Huzak.
2: Um, no, I'm. Not, I, I don't think that's. I, I think I answered the question by saying it's a preference. Am I for it or against it? Um, neither. I'm going to say no. I I can't. I'm not going to answer that. Saying I think. They sh- we should all be three sport athletes. No, um, do I think that they should all be just a one sport athlete? No, I don't think
0: that either. So I think it should be up to the player. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, all right. So next question. Uh, I moved here, I think four years ago. I moved here in eighth grade, and you were driving the same truck in eighth grade that you're <laughs> driving now, and I've seen that truck. At the Cahill's a uh, multiple number of times. <laughs> and uh, I was wondering how many miles were on that truck.
2: Uh,
0: so it's got a
2: new engine in it, actually, from the Cahill's. All right. So that, those miles, so when you have a new engine, then you go back to zero, I guess. I don't know. So Zero miles not, on the not, engine. Yeah, on the engine, on the truck itself. Yeah, there's over 100,000 miles on that, I, I'd have to say. But um, no that was my first new truck ever that Chevy Colorado so Oh yeah
0: and it's registered <laughs> you're allowed to be driving it on the road
2: <laughs> He's funny he did, <laughs> it's registered yeah it's all inspected it's re, the muffler's good tires are good Awesome <laughs> The frame you know you know it's a, it's like people you know how you have ripped jeans that people kids buy now they buy jeans with rips in them
3: why do they do that?
2: Well, I got a truck that's got rust on it, so it's like unique, right? It's yeah, cool. It's a little broken nobody end. else, nobody else has that on the on the road. Just me.
0: That is unique. So, <laughs> whenever you see Rye Guy driving, you know exactly who's driving. You just look for the rusty Chevy. Yeah, there you go. All right. So here's the curveball. Uh oh. I'd like to challenge you to a game of horse, but instead, we're gonna play Liza. And if you win, you get to host the next podcast.
2: Oh.
0: And if I, I win, I get to take Lizza on a date.
2: Ooh. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I have to talk to Liza first on that one.
0: We've already, ta- we've oh, already yeah. talked to her. Oh, okay. And she said yes? She oh. said she'd love to go on a date with me.
2: Yeah, she's seen you in the weight room, Bauer. Yeah. He's chiseled. He's chiseled. That's, That's exactly what she, what she told me. <laughs> so... Okay, well, what are we gonna do it now? Or?
0: Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna mic you up, and then we're gonna play some Liza.
2: That's why you were warming up. just Exactly.
0: Now. I, I didn't want to tell you. I wanted the advantage. So, you know, we just
1: concluded our three questions with Guy and now Bow Ward and Mr. Mike Ryan himself are having a game of Liz, which should be very, very
0: interesting. Out of respect, I'm gonna give the first shot to Mr. Ryan. With, he's gonna do a left-handed layup. Let's see it. Left-handed layup. First,
2: we dribble between, between our legs, then behind our back. Then we go both feet off the ground. There oh, it is.
0: Oh, day. Okay. <laughs> Here we go.
2: It's gotta be with the left hand. I
0: got it. Am I good?
2: Yep. Oh, I got it out. Okay, we'll go with a foul shot. We'll go with a foul shot.
1: All right, we got War shooting from the three-point line. And he I'm breaks it. I'm going to do that it, foul shot again. We got Mike Ryan shooting from the free-throw line. Ah. Oh,
2: Oh, Mike Ryan, Max. Oh. <laughs> all right. This is for the win. For the win. No, it was just, but it was like three points. Point? Yeah, right there, that one. The score
1: is now I to Mike Ryan and I'll to Bauer Ward. If Bauer breaks no, this well,
2: shot, the shot, right
1: that means ahead, Mike Ryan yep. wins the competition and gets to yeah, host the right. next all podcast. All right. goes in, I'll give it to him. And Bauer misses the shot. Unfortunate
2: all
0: right good That's
2: I no said uh, no date list.
0: my honors hurt I was looking forward to that date so what do I get can I pop Mr Ryan will be hosting the next podcast so I get to ask him questions <laughs> uh, I hang my head in shame no
2: all right I'm done with it though now all
1: right Mr Ryan um Pretty good game you had there, you know, Thank you. Thank I, I believe the score was what three to one, Z to L? Three
2: to one, yes. All right. Um,
1: Would you like to sit down or? Yeah,
2: I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> celebrate. I want to celebrate.
1: All right. So you know, so, how does it feel to to show these kids what you really I got? Know,
2: it, so I'm gonna celebrate. <laughs> 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 okay. That's Mark one Ryan, of my props that I was going to use today.
1: You're a true character. So Lizard is safe from Bower Ward. And yes. uh, how does it feel to be the next host for Alkast next week? I'm really excited about it. You're really excited? I am. And oh, I yeah. get
2: to pick who I interview?
1: Well, not necessarily, but...
2: Uh, you know, there's uh, there's
1: some restrictions, but... Okay, you but have I, some control, I can I break the rules a little bit, right? Mm, yeah, i I'm, sh- I'm not so sure about that.
2: Well, thank you, Melvin. That was... But um, great,
1: that was a, that was an amazing game. It was really entertaining to thank watch. You. Thank you. No, thanks for thanks for coming out. Really appreciate
3: it. Big round of applause.
2: Hi. You. Thank you guys. Alright. Okay. On our
1: next episode, since he did win the bet, Coach Ryguy takes over as host. We talk more about Yule Log 2020, including a special interview with the director of the new Who'sak documentary. Valley of the And we talk to Husak's most recent athletes Who have signed with D1 colleges for basketball All cast is written And produced by Mr. Hahnemann's Podcasting and Audio
3: Production class Find us on Spotify